What's going on, everybody? We've had an absolutely crazy weekend in college football. Um, Josh is, you know, going to talk about some NFL, but the big thing we're going to be talking about today was was last Saturday, Coach O's final game at LSU. Find out next on Bleacher Creatures. What's going on, everybody? We have uh, another episode of Bleacher Creatures, and we have some very important things to get to in this episode, some things that are going to make me extremely angry and some things that I need to get off of my chest about the LSU Tigers. But before I get into that, um, Josh and Jackson, Jackson again is with us in the studio, why can't the T-Rex clap her hands? Her? Yeah. Because she's dead. Because she's extinct. I was really thinking you were going to say, oh, because she had tiny <laughs> arms, tiny hands. I'm doing my best to get you on these every week now. That one wasn't even a dad joke. I, I looked up anti-jokes, uh, but yeah, most yeah. of them are extremely morbid. They and are. that one was a little bit, but it's about a T-Rex. Who cares? Yeah, it's a T-Rex. The other ones are like, <laughs> what do you call a dog with no arms and legs? And it's like, oh, it doesn't matter what you call it. He's not coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um <laughs> But I guess a morbid joke kind of sets the tone for um, what we're about to discuss, and that was the disgusting display that the LSU Fighting Tigers put on against Kentucky. Okay, look, I'll, I'll get to this crazy weekend in college football because, as we all know, Alabama lost, and that's something we're going to want to talk about. Right. Um, but first, we need to talk about O and the complete disaster that is the LSU football team. So the downfall for LSU started back in 2019 the national championship year. And it happened when we beat Alabama in the locker room after the game. Look, I understand being excited about your win, but you need to act like you've been there before. Yeah. If you go back and you watch the clip when we have a world-class coaching staff, a world-class quarterback, a world-class defense, O is in there. Several world-class receivers. World-class receivers. And you've got O in there acting like they just won the Super Bowl and they won a regular season game against Alabama who has been destroying them for the past 10 years. And he was acting like as if he was surprised that LSU won that game. Yeah. So, of course, you see him in the locker room. He's dropping F-bombs. He's screaming, hollering, being his typical O self. And I get being fired up. You beat your rival. I'm okay with that. But do you think... That if the situation were reversed and that was Saban in that locker room, that's how he would have been acting? No. No. Definitely not. Not at all, because Saban carries himself as a championship-level coach. O does not. And that that's just the facts. Uh, and then, you know, so I think that was where we saw the iceberg starting to melt for O. We got to, got to see who he really was. This is the same guy who'd never had a successful season as a head coach before he came to LSU. He was a joke at Ole Miss, okay, doing Hummer commercials, okay? So don't forget that. 
Um, not to mention getting fired at Miami for a bar fight. Um, you know, the, he was head coaches. No, oh. he he did recruit the Rock, but he he's an excellent recruiter. I will give that to O. But his off the field antics are horrible. No, yeah, he he cannot condone himself in a way that makes him him and his team look good. Yeah. Then you have the photos in bed with what looked to be college age girls around our age. Um, and look, he's a single man, divorced. You know, do what you want to do with your life. What you that I'm not worried about. But when the photos are getting out, and it's Urban Meyer esque, then you have a problem because you're the face of one of the biggest college football programs in the entire country. You have to. Yeah, rep- you can't let that kind of stuff happen. You just can't. You're representing the state of Louisiana. That's what I was about to say. You're not. It's not him, right? When you're at that level, when you are that person, you carry the weight of the entire organization on yes. your shoulders. And it's all eyes on you and the 24-7. LSU especially is that it's not like Alabama where there's Auburn's head coach and Alabama's head coach or Mississippi where there's Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Like, they're the big college here. Yeah. Like, it's, like, we're the next biggest over here, and it it's not close. And don't get me wrong. I love UL. Yeah. I love the city of Lafayette. I, I love my the campus. It, we're not on the same level as LSU. No, and not we at all. won't be for a very long time. And that's just the facts. And yes, Billy Napier is a fantastic coach, but he's not going to get the type of coverage no. that you're going to get as the head coach of the LSU football team. No. So you've got that. And then, of course, you have the sissy blue shirt yeah. debacle at the beginning of the year with him basically threatening to fight a fan. And. I mean, you could say the sissy blue shirt was a homophobic phrase that he said on national, you know, while somebody's recording him and talking to a fan. Like, dude, you are the coach. You are not supposed to act like this at all. So you have that. Yeah, he's he's completely off the rails right now. I mean, now. Yeah. like players aren't even supposed to act like this. No. Right. And you have the head coach acting like this. Yes. No, and that's the thing. If mo- most players, if they were doing this stuff, would be yeah. they would be gone. Could be kicked off the team. And then you have the mafia-esque comment he makes on the uh the radio show where somebody calls in about his sister and oh basically, I mean, I, obviously he wasn't actually threatening to kill him, but there's a lot of ways that sentence could have been taken. And saying we have a special fishing hole for guys like him, what are you doing? Yeah, and I mean, you don't have to actually hit someone to be accused of assault. I mean, it's a threat. Yeah. It, it's it's like he knows he's not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. And he just doesn't care at this point. Like, See, but that, that call in in and of itself – signifies to me that he's done because whenever you have the fans calling to mess with the head coach on their their interview their post-game interview their whatever interview they've lost respect for him and yeah and what's hilarious is the night before I'm not kidding you the night before this happened I showed my dad and my brother you remember Daniel Tosh Uh uh-huh he looks exactly like Lane Kiffin (laughs) when Lane Kiffin was at Alabama. Daniel Tosh did like a sketch where he did a call-in show, and everybody was just calling in and like you know cursing at him, messing with him. And I was like, "This is hilarious!" Like, 
you know, we never see stuff like this happen. And then the very next day, O does the exact same thing. But then, you know, you take all those off-the-field antics and you couple that with the 8-8 eight and eight record since beating Clemson and the embarrassing coaching displays, the total lack of a plan, and you've got the hottest seat in America right now. O's only saving graces are his recruiting and the fact that Scott Woodward, the athletic director, rector, does not have a track record that shows he fires people in the middle of the season. That being said, it feels like he's going to be fired I thought he was going to be fired before Sunday. If he doesn't, if he doesn't win this week, I think he's definitely done. A- absolutely. And uh, after losing the season opener, and then you just lost two in a row. If you lose three in a row, after only winning what two, you're done. Yeah. There's there's no coming back. And uh, this is some inside sources here, but people close to the LSU program are starting to think that the lack of an obvious interim head coach is why Orgeron is still there. Probably. But that being said, the talk is also that it is getting harder for Woodward to justify keeping O on. Yeah. I mean, the things that he does well are fading. Absolutely. Because one of his things is obviously his personality and his leadership ability and his ability to rile up his troops, for lack of a better word. Yeah. And bring them into battle. That's his, like, huge thing. Look. And his his off-the-field stuff and his personality are getting old. Everyone's getting tired of it because they're not working anymore. Yeah. So when all, your it's only not thing cute. left is recruiting, you can go be a recruiter somewhere. Yeah. It's not cute anymore. No. It, like you said, I believe, the last episode, it's fine when you're winning. You yeah. can look past it because you're getting Ws. Uh-huh. Now it's not. Right. I mean, if you would have told me when we beat Clemson in the national championship that in your next 16 games you're going to be 8-8, eight and eight, I would have laughed at you. I would have never believed that 16 games later we would be sitting at one of the worst programs, one of the worst coach programs in the country with an 8-8 eight and eight record. Well, I mean, you see it with Belichick too right now, though. His whole thing is that he's a jerk, since this is a PG show, uh, and that while they were winning, people put up with it. Winning is fun. Yeah. That's what they used to say whenever they were interviewed about if they were having fun up in New England. They would say winning is fun. Winning the Super Bowl is fun. That's when we have fun, not during practice, not during training camp. But now yeah. that they're not doing as good, you see a lot more criticism about Belichick, who is widely considered to be the greatest coach of all time. Yeah, And Co- Coach O is nowhere near no. Belichick's level. No. And um, you know, all that being said, I still think O is going to get fired before the season's up. Um. If you look at the games LSU has in front of them for the rest of the season, there's only one game that I can say they're going to win, and that's against Louisiana Monroe. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> um, so there's, there's a very high possibility, a high chance that LSU could only win four games this year. Um, it just felt like it's, it's time he goes. And then, oh, you've got, oh, after the embarrassing Kentucky loss saying, we didn't expect Kentucky to be good on the ground. Did you prep for them at all? Did you watch any – Tape, Kentucky has the number one rusher in the SEC. The number one running back. And he just didn't know that? Yeah. Oh, my. That's a horrible comment. Did Even you, if you think that, shut up about it. Yeah, like, did you watch any tape? Did you do any research in your opponent to plan and prep for their offense? 
That's literally like going to Kansas City and saying, oh, we didn't think Tyreek Hill was fast. Yeah. I, I think he's trying to get fired at this point. And, you know, LSU, say what you want to say, actually had a decent night on the ground. Uh, opened up the playbook, had 150 yards on the ground, and TDP had his best night with two touchdowns on 147 yards. So my question to that is, where was this the first five games when you couldn't run the ball to save your life? Why did you wait till now? to finally start running the ball and opening up the offense and getting plays that your running back can execute. Why did you wait till now? It's it, it's ludicrous. Yeah, there's no reason. And, look, I didn't get to watch the game live. I heard from a friend of mine that LSU on defense looked absolutely horrific. They looked like everybody just phoned it in. They didn't want to be there. So I went back and watched it. That was the worst LSU de- defensive display I have ever seen. They did not care any more about being there than flying to the moon. Johnson has happy feet. Uh, He's scared for his life back there. And our O-line didn't even have its worst night. Uh, Well, they did good rush blocking, but pass blocking, they still sunk, stunk. Um, It was horrible. Almost every aspect horrible. Oh, and not to mention you had more typical LSU having to burn a timeout because Johnson's looking over at the sideline like a deer in the headlights because there's no communication and they have no what play they have no idea what play to run. Yeah, this team it's done. It, it's horrible. It's it's over. <laughs> Another thing, what is our offensive line coach doing? That O line has four four star recruits on it. That's on par with Georgia and Bama, and they can't hold a block for three seconds. LSU's next three games, all ranked. It's Florida, then Ole Miss, then Bama, and they will lose every single one of them. And if I'm Woodward, I'm ripping the Band-Aid off now. Yeah. You might as well do it and put some, throw somebody in the fire and see if they can make it out. Yeah. Oh, he has to go. He simply has to go. There's no way this team is fixed with him at the helm. And when you send him out the door, make sure you send the rest of his crew with him. The offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator, and any other underqualified coach O hired. Simply. That that's what you have to do. Yeah. Clean slate. Because if you keep if you keep the O influence in there right now, this team's gonna keep spiraling into a point where it, it, it won't recover for years. This team could be fixed in probably a year, year or two. Yeah. Like and for a team at the caliber of LSU to have this underqualified of a staff is a joke. And, oh, just to, just to add some icing on the cake. The last time Kentucky beat an SEC opponent by more than 20 points was 1999 against Vanderbilt. So, barely, barely an SEC team. Yeah, barely an SEC team. Barely. Vanderbilt is their home stadium is everybody else in the SEC's home stadium. Because <laughs> nobody else loses there except Vanderbilt. <laughs> uh I'm I'm disgusted. Yeah. I, I, the the situation that has unfolded in Baton Rouge. And I mean, at the beginning of the season, I told you we could go five and five, or we could win the national championship. Uh huh. And we ain't winning the national championship, nope. and we may not even win five games. Yeah. So you you've moved. It seems like you've moved past the point of anger, and you're just you just seem down. Like I you am. seem disappointed, sad, just uh, like. Maybe downtrodden. Every every game is just one stage of grief. Uh huh. But like, <laughs> I knew, I knew from Jump Street, we were gonna lose to Kentucky. I had some faith against Auburn, especially when we came out and we were winning the entire game. But after what I saw against Auburn, the lack of 
anything going. And you just knew. When Kentucky came, they were ranked. They were undefeated. There was no possible way this team, this LSU team, was going to go into Lexington and win. There was yeah. no way. Um, wow. Here is uh, – because I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done talking about it. I, I, I'll talk again about LSU when he's fired. Okay. So you're not talking about him? I may not. I genuinely may not because there's – what am I going to talk about? I mean, that, that's true. Oh, hey, everybody. Uh, I know this is a college football podcast, but we're going to talk about LSU's seventh straight loss. No. <laughs> I'll start talking about UL. I'll start talking about Georgia or anybody. I mean, honestly. You can hop on the Georgia bandwagon. I, I, was, I was on the Georgia bandwagon oh, I know. before the season started. But listen to this. After uh, this weekend of college football and Penn State and Alabama going down, these are the undefeated teams left. And I, I never thought that these would be the undefeated teams left. Coastal Carolina. Okay. Kentucky. All right. Wake Forest. San Diego State. The University of Texas at San Antonio. Cincinnati. Oklahoma State. Which I, okay. Michigan State. Okay. Southern Methodist. Okay. Ooh. Um, exactly. <laughs> Uh, a team that had, like, the death penalty a couple years ago for cheating. Y'all don't know what that is? No. Death penalty. It, it, it's called the death penalty, but basically it means you have a self-imposed – or not a self-imposed. You have a bowl band where you can't go to a bowl game, and you. I think it has something to do with, like, recruiting, too. Like, ah, okay. Um, like, you can't give out scholarships. That's why it's, it's called, like, the death penalty because you get no help whatsoever. Okay. Uh, Michigan. Surprised Michigan hasn't blown a game this year because they're, you know, pretty good at doing that. Yeah. Iowa. That's one of the hardballs, huh? Yeah. Yeah. A, a gem. Iowa, Oklahoma, surprising, and then Georgia. Um, well, I, since I mentioned Oklahoma, I watched the OU-Texas game, and I hammered Texas to win, and Texas was winning pretty much the entire game until OU spat, spat, OU sat Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Um, Wasn't he the front runner for the Heisman coming into the season? Yeah, he was. Um, they brought in Caleb Williams, who had his fingernails painted with horns down on his two on the uh, two fingers that you would use to make the horn gesture. He had horns down on it, which, I mean, I'm not a big fan of painting my nails, but that's kind of funny. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb Williams comes in, goes 16 for 25, 300 total yards, and three uh, touchdowns. He also had like a 60-yard fourth-and-one touchdown run. Um, when they brought him in. So expect Spencer Rattler to enter into the transfer portal because he's not coming back as the OU quarterback. No, not after that. Um, <laughs> I also saw he didn't go and, like, celebrate with the team after. I, I kind of expected that. Like, he, he just walked off. I expected that. Um, he'll go play at, like, a ULM or somebody because nobody's going to want him. Um, and, that, look, I'm sorry, but that's just the reality of the situation. Um so, yeah, OU wins the Red River rivalry. I think it was – what was the score? Um, it was a high-scoring game. Irrelevant what the score yeah, was. Irrelevant. It was over 30 points. Um, then you have Arkansas Ole Miss. Hammered Arkansas to win. Thought they were going to expose Lane. Um, it was a dogfight to the very end. Also, I want to say, uh, Arkansas quarterback – I, I want to say his last name, Presley, has the most effortless throw I have ever seen. This dude stands flat-footed in the pocket. Looks like he's just going through the motion. 
and throws the ball 90 yards on a dime, like a frozen rope. This yeah. dude is incredible with how well he throws the ball with how effortless. Is that Arkansas's quarterback? Yeah. I think it's Caleb Presley. I, I could be so wrong. Why? I think it's Caleb Presley. or No, CJ. KJ Jefferson? KJ Jefferson. I was close. Uh, watch him throw the ball, dude. He looks just effortless. Um, but anyway, Arkansas's coach uh, decided to go for two with, I think there was no time left in the game. They end up not getting it. Ole Miss wins the game by one point. Um, if you're an Ole Miss fan, don't be too excited about that. You didn't win by a lot. You, yeah, you, you got by Arkansas, but how do you feel about that over there, buddy? It's still a win. It is still a win. A win's a win's a win. Yeah, Jackson's an Ole Miss fan. Um, well, his family's from there. But look, don't be too excited about it. Your your quarterback's Heisman chances ended with the Alabama loss. Um, look, I still see Ole Miss losing a game or two the re- for the rest of this season. They're not going undefeated the way out. I'm sorry. Um, and then – the big one, Texas A&M, unranked Texas A&M Aggies beat Alabama. Uh, was it a home game or was it a away game? It was a home game for A&M. Uh, that was, so I believe at halftime it was 24-10. to 10. Alabama had not trailed at the end of the, let's see, what does the stat say? First time trailing at the end of last 59 quarters. Alabama had not trailed in 59 quarters. That's disgusting. Longest active streak in the nation. I guess so. <laughs> and that was A&M's second win in program history against the AP number one team. And I'm pretty sure the first time was in 2012 against Alabama, and that was Manziel. Oh. Yeah. So, the greatest player to ever leave. <laughs> yeah. So, what makes, this, what makes this funnier is, I don't know if we talked about it, um, uh, they asked Jimbo, Jimbo Fisher, the head coach at AM, uh, I want to say it was in like May or March, um, what would it take for AM to beat Bama? Would it just take Saban leaving? And Jimbo's response was, we're going to beat his blank while he's there. Oh. They went All on, right, Jimbo. They went on to tell Saban this, and Saban goes, what in golf? <laughs> but now it happened. Yeah. Jimbo stepped up and. Number Jimbo one, did it. number one, Alabama falls to the Aggies, and this is our AP top ten poll. Georgia number one, expected. Good. Iowa number two, what? What? <laughs> Cincinnati three. All right. What? All right. I like that one. Oklahoma though. four. What? Alabama with one loss is better than two through four. Well, yeah. Like generally, when Alabama loses, they just drop them to like three. <laughs> Because they know they're still going to make the playoff, but, you know, they're, they're not dropping them to five. Yeah. But Alabama's five. Ohio State's six. Uh, Penn State's seven. Michigan, eight. Oregon, nine. Michigan State, ten. I'm telling you right now, the playoff will be Georgia, Alabama, mm-hmm. Ohio State, because mm-hmm. they'll beat Iowa in the Big Ten Championship, Yep. and OU. And while this college football season was so parity-filled... It's going to be Georgia and Alabama in the championship. It'll be Georgia and Alabama in the championship. And these, and you know what it'll be? It'll probably be just a repeat of the SEC game. Yep. Because they're both winning it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so... That sucks. <laughs> yeah, 
It's annoying. It's crazy how this season is filled with so much parody. The thing you crazy things are happening every but week. At the end, it's still not going to matter. It's still not going to matter unless Bama loses another game because Bama's getting in, mm-hmm. um, or OU finally realizes they're OU. OU and might loses. save your job if you beat Alabama this year. That's something I wanted to talk about. That's something I wanted to talk about. Um, yesterday at work, I'm hearing people walking around saying like, "Yeah, LSU lost, but." Bama lost too, so you know my night was great. My night was fantastic. That's pathetic. If that's the mentality we have as fans, that it doesn't matter if we win or lose, as long as Bama loses, we're dead, dead in the water. No, and like if it's getting towards the end of the season, and you know, it's you and a team are tied for first, and you're like, yeah, we lost, but they lost too. They so lost we're too, still, so we're still tied. Yeah, that's one thing. But saying my night is great because because they lost, and yeah. even though we lost too. My night is ruined when the Saints lose. Same. I don't care who wins or loses. Yeah. It'll make it a little bit better if I see Georgia – not Georgia. I want Georgia to win it all. If I see Bama lose. But I'm not, like, going to bed happy. No. Nothing is changing about my outlook on life for the next week. That's just years and years of pain and conditioning of losing to Bama. Just everybody is – Rejoicing. Yeah, it's – it's kind of it's crazy that it affects so because it really really oh it runs so deep lives. it runs so deep it's in people's amazing. lives. Here's the thing: if LSU goes zero and twelve, obviously that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Bama loses a game during that zero and twelve season, I don't care. No. My team is still not performing. Yeah. Whether Alabama loses or not isn't going to make my season any better. Isn't going to make LSU season any better. Right. Even if LSU beats Bama and they go on to win. Win at the end, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? Like, everybody's going to be like, oh, well, we beat them. Like, okay, cool. Cool. You lost, Good every job. Other, you lost every other game. Yeah. You still sucked. Like, that, my season's not going to be, oh, keep O. We're great because we went four and, you know, whatever, eight, and we beat Bama. No. Like, and we're not beating Bama. No. Let's, let's, well, no, not a chance. I mean, I, all right. A&M, right? A&M is a thousand times better coached. Yeah. A&M has an offensive line. Look, anything can happen at this point, though. I mean, you're right. Um, look, if there's one game I really want us to win for the rest of the season, it's Florida. Uh, I hate Florida. Happen, man. As an LSU fan, you hate Florida. It's just one of the, those rivalries that I, you, you – I want it to happen for you. It's not going to happen. No. I mean, to there's, be fair, there's to be fair, we didn't think we'd beat them last year. Yeah. But regardless of how we finish this season, which it won't be good – O has to go. Yeah, he's gone. I think I think that's almost set in stone. Like, I really didn't think it would take this long after the Kentucky loss. Because we're doing this on Monday. They lost Saturday. And I think the general feel around the state was he's going to be gone before Sunday ends. Yeah. Um, you know, Maybe Scott Woodward doesn't, does not want to do what Oliva did and fire, like when he fired Miles in the middle of the week. Maybe that's... He doesn't want that, you know, look on the campus, but because then that doesn't help your players either. No, it doesn't. Not if you don't have someone to put there. But it's also not helping recruits because right. they don't want to go play at a school that they don't know who's going to be the coach. Right. And I think all of the recruits know the guy who recruited me is not going to be there now. Mm-hmm. And if and if even if he is, I don't know if I want to go play for him. Yeah. Uh, I don't see he's in bad shape right now. Yeah. 
they yeah. need to get him out now before the damage completely sets in. Yep, they they really do. Um, let's see. Uh, we didn't talk about Iowa beat Penn State. I was right about that. Uh, they beat them twenty three to twenty. I did say it was going to be a low scoring game, so I have that. Uh, Michigan and Notre Dame both won on late field goals. Uh, OU fifty five, Texas forty eight, and largest rally in Red River history because Texas was blowing them out of the water until they brought in. Uh, Caleb Williams so yeah that's all I have to talk about on college football um my my prediction is O is fired within the next two weeks um we have the bye week coming up I think after this game so I think they might fire him during the bye week yeah that way they have an extra week to get an interim in figure out you know schematics what they're going to do how they're going to play the rest of the season get with the players long enough you know, that way you're not just – you get a new coach, and then a week later you got to play a new game. You know, right. that way they have some time to work under the new coach. Yeah. Josh, take it away with some NFL. Well, dude, Jackson actually has something he wants to talk about. He brought us the topic today. Yeah. So, I know it might be at this point – I mean, it's not, it's not late. This was like either late August, early September that these were put out. But it was the, the list of the replacement names – for the Washington football team. Uh, they put out eight of them, right? And they have declared three finalists, and they've not revealed the finalists. But they, they released the eight, and they picked three from the eight. And I, I think it's by the end of this season, they're going to have that final one set for next season. It's about time. Who would have thought that the Cleveland Indians, who never talked about a name change, would have changed their name faster than the Washington Redskins? And the name sucks. Yeah, it does yeah, suck. It, so, it does. I, I, I don't blame Washington for doing it this way. I think they have taken too long. I think they should have had it by the end of last season. Yeah. What but, is this, two seasons now as the Washington yeah, football team? Yeah, this is their yeah. second season as the Washington football team. WFT, baby. <laughs> Which, actually, we'll start that one off. That is the the first proposed name change. Is <laughs> Please keeping the no. Name. Like, look, right. I soccer teams do that. They yeah. just go Manchester, you know, United or Manchester City or no, don't do that. That's not an American no. football no, thing. It's not, and, and it, it's, it feels wrong. It feels wrong to not be able. I have a list on my picks every week. It's the mascot versus the mascot, the mascot versus the mascot, and then when I get to Washington, mascot versus Washington, and yeah. it sucks. It just throws off the whole vibe. Now, well, my my guess as to why they're leaving it as – why they kept it as one of the options, they already have everything branded. Right. Right. They have the jerseys. They have yeah. everything. That's the for cheapest the, Everything option. for, like, the TV programming, right? They have it on there. And they it's don't have to change any of it. The that. most boring logo. It, it and is. Yeah, it's just the W. Like, why not just completely rebrand, change the colors, change everything? Well, I think that's – I think they're trying to keep the colors. Yeah, I, I actually – Washington has some of my favorite colors. Like uh, the color combo, it I think it looks really good. There's just too much red and blue and yellow in football. Yeah, I mean there I, is. But I think the red and gold is good. Like, like the dark red and gold. Yeah. I like right. it. But anyway. All right. So first one, like I said, keeping it Washington football team. Boo. All right. Yeah, boo. <laughs> and then next one, the Washington Armada. Boo. Boo. Yeah, that one sucks. I don't like plural. Like, a, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. You need to have like a – like, for example, the next one, the Commanders. Yeah. Right? It's like Better, that's a, that's a thing. I still right? don't like it. And it, it's saying like the whole team, everybody on the team is a commander. 
right? Yeah. yeah. It's just you, yeah, you it are the commanders. Right. Not you, not everybody is the armada or, or the brigade. <laughs> yeah, right. like if one guy misses, we're short of our armada. You exactly. know, we don't have everybody to complete it. <laughs> and like I, the next one, the Washington Brigade. No. No. no, no, terrible. No, the the first two are they they miss completely. So you have armada brigade commanders and then defenders. That G- was a XFL team. Yeah, G- it's I, don't, I don't like it. It, it feels like, it feels little league. It, it sounds like a like or a movie Pee-wee football. It sounds like a movie. Yeah, like a movie name. What was like it? From Defenders. It? The Guardians. Defend. Yeah, it was the. Well, that was for the. That's that's the, the Indians. That's the classic yeah, that's Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. They, it sounds like a like a movie. It's too general. Yeah, uh-huh. it, it's not specific enough. What are you defending? Exactly. <laughs> a five and eight record. <laughs> that's what you're defending. So, next one's the uh, the Washington Presidents. Terrible. That one is my least favorite. Out of the like <laughs> last fifteen presidents, the whole country has been divided. So don't do that. No, definitely get, not. That get would be... that off the list. Now, the next one, the next two, the Red Hogs, Hogs, Red Hogs, Red Hogs. Mm. One like, word, Red Hogs. Like a hog that is red. Like a pig. Like a pig. Uh, oh my god! Right? No. But the last one, the Washington Red Wolves. I like Red yep. Wolves. Yep, I think that's going to be the one. Yeah, I think that's the name. I, it I is collegey. It is because they do have the uh, Arkansas State Red Wolves. Yeah, but I do like that it, more. It maintains that like it maintains like the Native American heritage that they had before. Uh-huh. Yeah, know, the colors will make sense. Yeah, yeah, right. So I feel like that one and the Commanders are going to be the two, the two. Yeah, like the, the the final two. Don't be surprised if they they go Armada. I they better not or Brigade. That would be – it doesn't make any sense. No, it just – that doesn't feel like a an NFL team name. No. It, and, it, like, it, how would you say – because I've always talked about this with, like, basketball team names. Like, he's a former Laker. He's a former Cavalier. Oh, he's a former Thunder. Like, it just – oh, he's a former he's Armada. He's a former Armada. He's a it former Brigade. It doesn't make sense. You have to you have to have the plural so that you could go in and you can be one out of many yes. in that team. Right, yeah. Doesn't make any you sense. You can be one Laker. He's a former. Yeah. You can be one Saint. You can be a Seahawk. Right. right. <laughs> He's a former defender. Oh, who did he play for? Manchester United? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, he played for Chelsea. No, that's so stupid. It can't be a position in another sport. See, if, and if you say that, right, if you can't say, oh, yeah, he was a former brigade. No, he was a former Red Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Fine. I really like the Red Wolves. He was a former Washington football team player. You see what I mean? It doesn't work. He was a footballer. He was a footballer, <laughs> an American footballer. <laughs> but like an the American Red Wolves, footballer. you can get a you can get a like a simple, easy logo. You can get rid of that ugly W. You can make it look cool. Like cause, yeah, I mean the 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 former Redskins logo. It looked it looked cool, right? It yeah. was like it was nice. You can do that with the, with the wolves. You can have a wolf. What, what would the brigade? What would that be? A bunch of ships. A, a boat. That's, it would be one this, boat because like, they're not going to have an entire armada painted on. Like, that's exactly my thing. Like, brigade and armada, that's pretty much the same thing. A brigade yeah, is just like ground troops and an armada is the navy. Yeah, that's the same thing. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No, like, it's horrible. Like, what would the mascot be? Well, you're going to be a bunch of ships a or a bunch of people. <laughs> have an aircraft carrier yeah. mascot. What's the president's going to be? A picture of Joe Biden or Donald Trump? Like, <laughs> Oh. What if they make, like, see, you that's, get, like what? What would they do? On, like honestly, it would be George Washington. It Can't, would definitely be George Washington. The Washington president. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> or what are you gonna do? Put the quarter on the helmet? Exactly. That's. 
And then it's if you horrible. if you choose a race of whatever president you want on there, then you know a, another group of people is going to be offended because oh well, it's not my race. That's, you got to make them look like the Simpsons. Yeah, you like gen, genuinely, you'd have yeah. to put Bart Simpson yeah. <laughs> on the helmet with a powdered wig. So that way, nobody would be like, oh, well, we wanted him to be white or we wanted him to be black. Like, you just have to do that. <laughs> this is that like half of the names are just either dumb or, or asking for trouble. Yeah. Or generic. The la- the Red Hogs, dumb. So dumb. Yeah. The the Commanders is uh, that one was like my second. Right. It was like, OK, Defenders. Mm. That's Defenders an XFL team. That's yeah. an XFL team in a soccer position. Exactly. And, and we already discussed, you can't say former defender. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> or former Washington defender. Yeah. What? That doesn't make any sense, right? What, I didn't know Washington had a soccer a, team. Was he a corner? Exactly. Was he, was he a tackle? So. Yeah, and if you're always defending, you never play offense. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I think. And presidents think, is just stupid. Yeah, it's just, just dumb. Stupid. And we already discussed Armada Brigade. So, yeah, I think yes. it literally, it, I think it has to be Red Wolves. It's Red Wolves. How do you tell me an entire and marketing really, team came up with these eight names? There's Dude. one, really two good names on it. I feel like us three in here could have brainstormed in five minutes and that's eight better team names. That's what I don't understand. We could have done the, the Eliminators is better than that. <laughs> yeah. Josh's peewee <laughs> baseball team. Is better. Just change the colors to bright lime green and highlighter yellow. Uh, that oh, yeah, I'm, so, I'm so disappointed you with hit, that. Yeah, I thought there was going to be at least names. like three that I would like. You hit the nail on the head once out of eight times. Yeah, and I think the one they hit the nail on the head with, I think it's a very good name. You had. I think it satisfies all the requirements that they that most of the fans can hope for. Two years. Yeah. But it took you two years two to come up years, with it. Two years, and you, you got one decent name. Which, okay, no. Red Wolves is good. You got one good name. Yeah. And then you just, I don't, I don't understand. You're, you're paid to do this. Yeah. But uh, that's why they took so long. It's because they were getting paid to do it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, like, that, that's horrible. I, I cannot believe that it, that entire team, that entire program, came up with those eight names and thought, like, Everybody's just gonna love them. <laughs> I, I knew we're gonna be the presidents. <laughs> wasn't Red Tails thrown around for a while? I would have liked Red Tails. Red Tails is cool. That was the uh, World War II pilot group. Yeah, uh, I want to say it was all African American pilot, uh, pilot group, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that would and they had a movie. Yeah, that mm-hmm. would have been a great name. Yeah, it would. Instead, they chose the Brigade. <laughs> the Brigade. The yeah. red. I'm sorry. The most egregious one there is the Red Hogs. Yeah. I, yeah. The, I I glossed over that one, but it. It's horrible. Like, I thought when you first said it, I, I thought you said Red Hawks. That would have been cool. That would have been better. Yeah. That's They have – I mean, you can't really do that, though. I don't know. It just doesn't – I mean, if you would have done the Red the Tails. Black Hawks, and then you have the Seahawks, like the Black Hawks for, like, yeah. hockey. Yeah. But that's also a tribe. Yes. I played on a baseball team called the Black I Hawks. I mean, if you wanted to do the Red Hawks, though, you could just do the Red Tails. Yeah, exactly. yeah. red-tailed hawks. Then that's what Dude, it, that's the pilots. What named after. The pilots sounds better than any of these names. Yeah, the pi- yeah. Like the captains sounds better than the commanders. Yeah. It, it, and look, like, I <laughs> but said, then you have the capitals, the Washington Capitals. So that that may yeah. have been where a little murky water right there. And I mean, look, you already have like what the senators, the Washington senators. Yeah, yeah, the horrible, senators. Horrible name. If the Washington Why? senators, that's baseball, right? No. Wait, the senators are an. That's not a team anymore. I'm pretty sure. You have the 
the DC, the Nationals, the Washington Nationals. Yeah. You have the Washington Capitals, which is the hockey team. I want to say the Josh, please look this up because I'm going to look yeah, so stupid. I think that was the old baseball team name. It's, it was a good because it was horrible. Yeah, I mean. That was terrible. Who likes Senators? No, nope. <laughs> um, yeah, what was? Uh, 1901 to 1960. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah they, I, got, they got that in and out. Were they baseball? Under 50 years. Yeah, it was baseball. Yeah, okay, I, I remember seeing like a throwback jersey for the Senators. Yeah, but that's there's a terrible a ho- team name. I think there's a hockey team called the Senators. I hope not. Uh, but they're, I think they're Canada. Oh, okay. They they don't know what they're doing up there. They don't it's even fine. have Senators up there. Look up the ca- Canadian NHL teams because I think there is one that has like a government e kind of name, and it might be Senators. Look, the, look, uh, look that up real quick, Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> You're the Jamie to my Joe Rogan. Ottawa Senators. Ottawa Senators. That is horrible. That might have been what That's I was. That's worse. That might have been what I was. Thinking of? Because I, I think I knew about the Washington Senators, knew about the Ottawa, Ottawa Senator. Senators, and then just kind of. Well, what happened was the baseball team decided they didn't want to play baseball anymore and needed to play hockey. Mm. So they left D.C. to go to Ottawa Carved, and just change sports. Carved their, their nice. bats down to yeah. <laughs> flat sticks. <laughs> All right, Josh. Uh, talk right. to me about some NFL. So the Saints played the future Red Wolves this weekend. That's what, yeah, I like that. And first and foremost, we all like it. They're not going to go with it. I guarantee Probably not. No. If they come out and say that they are the Washington Brigade, I'm. I think it's going to be the Armada. If it, if it's not Red Wolves, I feel like they're going to go with to Armada, me, and it's going to be terrible. To me, Armada, you're just too close to the Buccaneers. Yeah, and they'll be changing in the next few years again. If they go with Armada, it won't stick. But first and foremost, I want to say thoughts and prayers to Taysom Hill right now. I know I dig into him relentlessly on this show, but he took a horrible, horrible hit to the head yesterday. And I don't like seeing anyone get hurt like that on any team. So Absolutely. Yeah, he he got carted off the field. He was moving and everything, so there's no yeah. fear of like paralysis or anything, but it, it was a horrible, horrible hit. With that being said, although it came under those unfortunate circumstances, we saw what the Saints can look like when Jameis gets a full game under center. And it's very good. Yeah, I, I got to see a couple passes he made before I had to leave for work. One was that deep ball to uh, Deontay. Yeah, Deontay was beautiful. 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 So, James went 15 for 30 for 279. Solid. Four touchdowns, one interception, and one fumble lost. Okay. So, I know a lot of people, media, fans, and especially Saints fans, were worried about the, the interception. They saw it and they were thinking, oh, here's old James again. Bad reads, bad throws, this and that. But I, I want you to go watch that play again. As ugly as it was, because whenever you watch it again, you'll see it wasn't a bad read. Taysom Hill was wide open. It was probably a touchdown if the pass is completed. And then I want you to watch the, the angle from behind the quarterback. Andrews Pete has somehow made so many Pro Bowls and so many. He's had such great contracts. He gets bull rushed into the quarterback almost every play. Mm-hmm. And if you go back. You can see as Jameis is going through the motion of his throw, he's like cocked back to throw. Andrews Pete steps on his ankle and twists it to the ground. Yikes. And I know a lot of people go, oh, it's just an ankle, whatever. Look at Saquon Barkley yesterday. That was. His ankle is the size of a watermelon right now, and he stepped on someone else's foot. Dude, ankle injuries, like, make me, like, cringe. No, they showed a slow-mo shot of that. Of Barkley, oh, 
Yeah, it was terrible. Dude, like it was actually mm-hmm. like gruesome. Anything with like feet getting hurt, I cringe. <laughs> like during uh the soccer game a couple Sundays ago that I commentated, one of the girls kicked the ball so hard and it hit this other girl's foot and her foot like wobbled with the ball. Oh. It like bent to the curvature of the ball and I, I like oh I almost had to leave the booth, dude. <laughs> I was like about to throw up. But what I really liked about this was after the interception, Jameis goes back to the sideline, looks at Sean Payton. Sean Payton's digging into just absolutely chewing him out for this interception. And he just took it. He didn't throw blame on Andrews Pete. He didn't do anything like that. He took his he took his beating and he moved on. And, and then Taysom Hill was in the next drive, I'm sure. No. That that's my next point. Taysom Hill didn't come in the next drive. So Sean they Payton's sent been Sean listening Payton back out. Yeah, he's listening to the Sean, show. They sent Sean Payton back out. <laughs> they sent James back out, and we run twice, and I'm thinking, oh, here we go. It's it's about to be third down. James is going to throw it. It's either going to be incomplete, and then we're going to get the first down, or it's going to be incomplete, and James is back off the field, and then Taysom's coming in a few drives. For QB power. Little did I know, Sean Payton called a bomb to Deontay Harris, and James drops back unleashes and just beautiful throw. It's amazing what you can do when you trust your quarterback to make the throws he can make. Uh Uh-huh. And then the next drive, we come back out and we'll talk about the fumble. Jameis, this one, I will say he stood in the pocket for too long. Okay. He should have, he could have gotten rid of it. I mean, it wasn't like an, it wasn't like he was trying to extend the play too much. It was just, there wasn't much that was going to happen on the play. Just, just get rid of it. But, Chase Young is an animal. Yeah, he's he's not human. He pushed, I think he was on Ryan Ramchek, which is an all-pro lineman. He just drove him back, came behind Jameis, and just uppercut directly into the ball and shoots it forward. That's what smart players do. Yeah, it was beautiful. And, I mean, Jameis had, he had two hands on the ball. He had it close to his body. Chase Young just made a great play. Yeah, when somebody comes that you're not expecting and just tomahawks a ball out of your right. hand. It's hard to keep it in the in the hands. Right. It's a play that, yeah, you don't want to see your quarterback, quarterback make that play. You don't want to see him lose the ball. But you have to remember that defensive players are professional football players too. And I, they're going to make plays. I'm sorry. You made me think of this with the Tomahawk, uh, like the knocking the ball out of the hand. It made me think of Brigham Young because it happened. One of their players, they threw a pick. He went back, did the Tomahawk chop, got the ball back after a pick. Uh, BYU lost to Boise State. Oh, yeah. I forgot to say that. They, I think they played Friday, actually. So, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt oh, you. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> but that was a, a, a big college game. People were saying BYU was making a case for the playoffs, which was a joke. But, yeah, BYU lost. All right. That's uh, James's alma mater. Not James. Uh, that's Taysom. Taysom. That's yeah, what I was going to say. James did not go to BYU. I'm just mixing up all the names right now. <laughs> yeah, but, James did not go to BYU. Yeah, the fumble sucks, but – it is what it is. You, there's going to be turnovers. Uh, I'm not worried about that. It doesn't seem it hasn't been a problem up to this point in the season. I don't think it's going to become a, suddenly a problem. I think it was a good play by Chase Young. Now I'm going to mention the hail mary right before the half because Callaway deserves to be credited with that right now because it was beautiful, and that's something that we could not have done last year with Breeze. Yeah, he couldn't have made the throw. Yeah, I mean, you're 100% right. I, I love Breeze, but yeah. he just the, the he, long he, ball was not in his game. He lost it, and it that's not a 
I'm not throwing shade at him. Like, he was also like a boy from YouTube thought. Yeah, I was. Josh is about to go get in some more <laughs> YouTube fights. I just he that's a fact that he could not throw the ball in the air for that long and get enough air under it for Callaway to be able to go up and make the great play that he did. There's gonna be so many Reddit forums dedicated to just taking Josh down for his hatred of Drew Brees. Let's go make them all. I'll come comment on them. I've made like six already. <laughs> yeah, I'm at four. <laughs> but Jameis did have a little stint in the middle of the game where most of his incompletions came from because, as I said, he did go 15 for 30, which is his worst besides the Panthers game so far. But We also what, won. Yeah, we also won. But what I liked about this, there were some rough throws. There was some good coverage, and some just weren't meant to be. Stuff happened. But without Taysom there to take the snaps – Jameis stayed in and got to work through the slump and then came back and threw two more touchdowns. I mean, that's what happens when you trust your quarterback. It's yeah. as simple as that. You you signed him for a reason. You know what he can do. You know the raw talent he has. Why would you not trust him? I think Sean realized after last week that he wasted his opportunity against the Giants to really get comfortable with this offense. Well, also, maybe the uh... – the up-and-ups at the Saints were like, hey, you're starting Jameis, or you're fired. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jameis doesn't have that kind of sway no, right now. No, Sean Payton will die as the New Orleans Saints head the coach. The only person in Saints history that had more power than Drew Brees is Sean Payton. Yeah. And sometimes I wonder if Drew Brees didn't have more. But I want to give a position that usually goes overlooked some love right now. Blake Gillikin? Blake Purser. Yeah, Blake Purser Gillikin played the game of his life Look, yesterday. Look, man, I, I tried. You know, I really <laughs> did. I, I went out there with the thought that I'm just going to put on for Josh. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And what's crazy is I made it back in time for a podcast. I know. It's crazy. But he had three punts Probably. within the three-yard line. That's what I do. <laughs> I don't know why you're saying he. He's right. In yeah. yeah. You I'm... had two, three punts within the three-yard line. Two of them went out of bounds without being touched by a Saints player. I know. I've been working were, on that like all yeah. offseason. I don't know how you did it. They were just beautiful punts. Well, it kind of comes from my soccer background. Um, you know, I had to kick a lot of balls in my day. Uh, so, it just – I transitioned very nicely into the NFL. It wasn't, you know, oh, yeah. like such of an abrupt change, if oh, you yeah. will. I can tell. But, I mean, with, with Thomas Morstead retiring, I figured we were going to see just a revolving door of punters for the next few years. I wasn't going to let that happen. No, I'm glad you didn't. I, I'm glad to see you're going to be here for the next few years. You know me, babe. Yeah. Best punter in the NFL. <laughs> Is that what they say? Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> you know, you got to have confidence in yeah, yourself no. before anybody yeah, else. Yeah, I, I got confidence in my game. But Probably. then we got Marshawn Lattimore played like the best corner in the league yesterday. Tell him to come play for LSU. No. <laughs> Tell him to just do dual shifts. Like, I mean, he's still healing from his hand surgery, and he's playing corner better than I've ever seen him play. He's a dog. He was everywhere. He was pass breakups on every player on Washington. He just – no one could be anywhere near him and make a play. I don't like this hat. I, okay, that's irrelevant. <laughs> Also, because obviously this isn't film, so you can't see, Jackson and I are wearing normal clothes. Well, Jackson looks like a, a 90s hotel carpet with that shirt. <laughs> Josh is in all black 
black sweatpants, black Saints polo, and I like that shirt, Jackson. By the way, it just—it is one of those patterns. <laughs> it's one of my, yeah, I, it is, but it's—it's it's like my favorite shirt. <laughs> I do like that shirt. It looks very soft to the touch. It's phenomenal. Okay, let, let me let me walk you through Josh's fit right now. Gray shoes, I'm not mad at. Black socks, okay. Actually, one, no, he has two separate gray. socks on. Oh, of course you do. You, oh my. <laughs> you can't see from here though. You can't see the double check. Because he has a check on his pants, on his thigh, oh, and he has a check up there. And he's, I, from this angle. He looks like a Nike spokesperson. He, he, yeah, he looks like a golfer. You hey, have I'll black, be a Nike spokesperson if y'all want me to. Just, you just have, call us. You have black Nike sweatpants on. Yeah, what's topped, wrong with that? Topped with the black Nike Saints polo. Don't wear a polo with sweatpants ever. Why? It's athletic material. <sighs> He looks like he's playing. He looks like he's going to leave here and head to the golf course. Yeah. All right. What's then wrong with that? a black Nashville hat with gold letters that just say Nash. I thought it said Mash when I first walked in. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't know you liked that show. So Dude, much. he's a big Mash fan. <laughs> Look. If I was a Chiefs fan, the shirt would be red. If I was a Ravens fan, it would be purple. Okay, but I'm but a Saints fan, so it's black. Would you wear also Black, I mean, red or purple sweatpants with it? No, I you don't. You look like Johnny Cash is auditioning to be the wide receivers coach for the Saints. What's wrong with that? And you have a Nashville hat on, which doesn't help your country music thing any better. <laughs> All right, let's move on from my outfit. Paulson Adebo got his second career Act reception. professional. <laughs> this guy. Continue. All right. Paulson Adebo got his second career interception and played a very solid game. I like to see that he didn't get taken out for the entire game after getting burned all last week. He came back, got an interception, played very well. P.J. Williams came down with another interception. So that's two turnovers that we got this game. We're plus five in the turnover battle this year. Yeah. Which, coming into this game, we were second in the NFL. What are you sniffing? I smell hot chocolate. Do y'all? Dude, I just got a random whiff of hot chocolate. And, I mean, it's about that time of the year, even though it looks like it'd be 60 degrees outside and it's still 90. What do you mean it's getting, like, just that time of the year, it just starts smelling like hot chocolate? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The sky starts smelling yeah, like hot chocolate. The trees are falling, or the, the leaves are falling. That's hot chocolate. <laughs> All right. So, Pete Warner who was our rookie linebacker, played very well. Ended up getting, I think, 13 tackles. He was all over the place, just playing a great game. He looks like he's shaped up to be a very good linebacker. So our rookies are looking very good. And then now we go in the bye week, and I don't think it could have came at a better time because Deontay went down this week, Deontay Harris. Taysom Hill went down this week. But after the bye, we're going to be getting all these players back. So we got Michael Thomas. Well, go ahead. Pump the brakes. You know – you obviously you want Taysom to heal, but you don't want him to come back into the offense. I want him to come back into the offense. I don't want him to come back into the quarterback. Role. Okay. But to the best of my knowledge, all of these players will be back after the bye. So in week seven, when we go to Seattle, we have Michael Thomas, Trey Quan Smith, Eric McCoy, Teron Armstead, Quan Alexander, Deontay Harris, and Taysom Hill. That's if Michael Thomas actually decides to come back and play. Oh, he's ready. I still think he's. He, this is his last year with the Saints. Oh, I mean, it might be, but. And I, I, I kind of thought he'd pull one of those college moves where you just sit out. 
No, I think he's ready to come back. Okay. Because he didn't play last year. Okay. Don't get but, offended. No, I'm not. I'm not offended. I'm just like I'm. I, love, I think I love ruffling his feathers. Like Saturday for the party, when he drove up on his penny board. You're just an easy target. I know, and it, it's okay. <laughs> this offense I'm gonna get found a its groove. Strongly worded letter from Josh's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> this offense found its groove yesterday, and the addition of our All-Pro receiver, Pro Bowl lineman, well, two Pro Bowl linemen, a great linebacker. They're only gonna make it better. Yeah. Now I'll get to my picks. Well, it's uh, like it's looking up for the Saints. So at least you know yeah. some Louisiana teams are oh stepping up. UL is playing App State tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to it. Me too. This will be – you're going? Yeah. Oh, sweet. We'll see you at the game. Josh, you going? Jackson, you going? No, I have work. I had to change side. Didn't work tonight. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. But – I would – somebody asked me if I was going, and I was like, I don't know. Listen to – I had to go get my ID, like the UL ID to get into the game free. I never got one. So they were like – I need to find my ID. Everybody was like, oh, it's like $25 like, to go and buy one. So I go to like the little office, and I'm like, hey, um, I never got my ID. Like I did my orientation online, so like we didn't come back here afterwards and all get an ID. And she was like, oh, well, it says you were issued one on like the date I enrolled at UL. And I was like, I mean, I never got it. Like I'll pay the money. That's fine. Like I just need to get one so I can go to the game. And she was like, hold on. She – the drawer in the office that is in the middle of the union just pulls out my ID. <laughs> and I was like, it's been here this entire time, and y'all never thought to, like, I don't know, shoot me an email that, hey, your ID is ready to be picked up. Never. So if I wouldn't have gone, I'd have just never got one. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really need to find mine because I have no idea where it's at right now. I think it's 25 bucks for a replacement. Yeah. I'll find it. Anyway. But – We'll go through my picks real quick, and then that's going to be all I have for today. So, right now, I'm 40 and 22, and I said that the Jets were going to beat the Falcons in the toilet bowl. I was wrong. I don't care. Patriots and the Texans, I was right. Lions and Vikings, Vikings won. I was right. Eagles and Panthers, I think Jalen Hurts is very inconsistent, but if he can ever figure out how to make his – Good Jalen days, Hurts his is not average your, day. He's not your franchise quarterback. No, I don't. But I think they can win a bunch of games with him. Which, that's not what you want to hear. No, Eagles that's not fans, what you want to hear. But I think it's true. So, I picked the Panthers, and they lost. And then we have Saints and Washington. Saints won. Good job. Titans and Jaguars. I picked the Titans. They won. Dolphins and Bucks. The Dolphins suck. What are the, the Jags now? Up. Like, 0-6? 0-5. 0-5. Wow. Yeah, it's rough. And you know what sucks? Your owner is more like cares more about his little wrestling promotion than he does about the entire football team he owns. Yeah, and your coach cares more about Ohio coeds than <laughs> playing football or coaching football. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. Woo. And then you got the Packers and Bengals. I took the leap with Joe Burrow. I, I It was a close game, wasn't it? Yeah. It they took him to overtime and it was a bunch of missed field goals and all this and that. That game could have gone either way until the last second. Okay. Mason, so, Mason Crosby missed three field goals before he made the last one that won the game. So, I, I can't be mad that I picked them and they lost it in that way. Yeah. So, Joe, good That's job. Tough. Bengals, great job. You know they call Your him fans a, should be very proud and y'all should be, feel very good after starting the season like this. They call, The players at Cincinnati call him franchise. 
That's what they call Joe. <laughs> they call him Franchise or Joey Franchise. And I love that. I like it. The Broncos and the Steelers played. Broncos. I picked the Broncos and they lost. I think I picked the Steelers. Yeah, you did. Because I picked the Broncos. But Big and Ben the still Broncos sucks. the Broncos haven't played anybody. Yeah. Big uh, Ben yeah, still sucks. You did say that. Yeah, he did. I know. I, Thank you, Jackson. Jackson. I, Jackson, stop. I'm sorry. I'm not <laughs> picking sides here. I'm just stating facts. Big Ben still sucks, and maybe I overreacted to the Broncos early season success. I hope success. Big Ben finds you one day. I, just, I hope you run into Big Ben one day, and that just six, seven giant just gives you a piece of his mind. Also, my mic sounds weird he now. He still sucks. He oh. used to be very good, but he would still suck. Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Okay. Was it twice? Yeah. Yeah, twice. But he sucks now. I'm not talking about his career. I'm talking about right now. Okay. Big ben sucks. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Then we got the Bears and Raiders. The Raiders lost. They're still a good team, and I'm not worried about them overall. But Wait, the Raiders to- lost to the Bears? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a surprise. So much for starting off and being the favorites. Yeah, but they need to get back on track now while the Chiefs are still down. The Browns and the Chargers, I picked the Chargers. As I said Friday, Justin Herbert is incredible. 398 passing yards, four t- passing touchdowns, one two-point conversion, 29 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown. That's that's great. The kid's insane. Then you have the Giants and the Cowboys. The Giants have lost Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, Saquon Barkley, Kadarius Toney, and Daniel Jones in the last two weeks. And they lost the game. That Yeah, they obviously <laughs> lost the game. That's their entire offense. Besides Evan Ingram, who I think has caught like three passes. I wish I could make like a star symbol with my hands. I'm glad you can't because you I, just looked very dumb trying to. Cowboys. No, this, this yeah. is all. This, that's all I have to. You can you can try for Josh at least talk doing it. You can just do this. Yeah. <laughs> Give him the old. Hey, uh, a PG show. Yeah, but they can't see what uh, what hand gesture I'm giving you. Right. I, I think I, I think it's they all know. It means you're number one. <laughs> Then we got the 49ers and the Cardinals. The Cardinals won. And then we got the Bills and the Chiefs. Are the Cardinals still undefeated? Yes, they are. Wow. But Josh Allen put everything he had into this game, and it paid off. Him and the Bills beat the Chiefs down in a bloodbath in the rain at Arrowhead. The game got delayed. Whoa. A bloodbath. (laughs) It was, dude. They destroyed them in every way, shape, and form. I mean, yeah, we're in Halloween season, so I guess you could say that. But Pat Mahomes, I threw a pick six. I think he threw another pick. Um. Josh yeah. Allen threw for 9 million yards. Uh, so much for the, the Chiefs being the next dynasty. I mean, they're having a down year, but they could they still have all the same pieces. So yeah. they can still continue it. But the Bills, <coughs> they, they put it on them. The game was delayed like an hour and five minutes at halftime because it was pouring rain. When it rains, it pours. Yeah. So the second half didn't start until 10-15. <laughs> What is wrong with you? Go Cowboys. But the Chiefs are falling behind in their own division, and if the Bills keep playing like this, the road to the Super Bowl will run through Buffalo for the AFC, which is a very, very, very hard place to play in the playoffs. That means the price of tables is going to go through (laughs) the roof in Buffalo. Yeah, for sure. And then we have the Colts and Ravens tonight, and the Colts still suck, so. He literally told me before we got on here, oh, the Colts playing the Ravens tonight. I just still have, they still suck on there. <laughs> I mean, what else do you want me to say? Nothing, nothing. They're bad. Um, so, does that wrap up the uh, NFL? Yes, sir. Okay, because I, I wanted to uh, talk uh, just a little bit about um, Ticey. Ticey. 
spicy. Tyson Fury uh, beat Deontay Wilder in the final matchup of the trilogy fight for the WBC World Heavyweight Championship and the Ring Heavyweight Championship. I think it's called like the Lineal Championship. Um, he's going to surely fight the winner out of Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk after Usyk just again upset Joshua because that's what Joshua does. He loses to guys he's not supposed to, then invokes his rematch clause, and then he wins the rematch. Um, I know Fury wants to fight Joshua, and he wants to do it at Old Trafford in Manchester for an all-England world heavyweight bout, and I want it too, but Joshua, like I said, lost to a guy he wasn't supposed to. I don't think he's going to beat Usyk in the rematch, and yeah, Joshua lost his WBA, IBF, WO, and IBO heavyweight titles, and if I they don't do know get what to any of those means, yeah. So. If they do get to fight, Fury would absolutely demolish Joshua. It is ridiculous that boxing has this many world titles. Yeah, yeah. It's it really it makes it, it hard. It makes to every single one anything. of them feel cheap too. Yeah, that and it's like we had two world heavyweight championship fights in a month. I yeah, believe. No, that's no, that's a, we have a much bigger world than that. All right. What What do you mean? We have a bigger. <laughs> What? <laughs> Wait, what I were you going, trying to say? I think going back. Never mind. That doesn't make. Um, <laughs> man, there's too many. <laughs> too many titles. <laughs> Dude, you got to be so confused right there. <laughs> too. I mean, but it feels like college football with all of the bowls. Like this is none worse of them feel though. Like, oh, it's definitely worse. But none of them feel like they mean anything besides the ones that are in the playoffs. This is why boxing is losing fans to the UFC. UFC, you have one champion for yes. each weight class. That's it. That is the top of the mountain. You mean to tell me that I could have four different world heavyweight champs? And what is the point if one guy usually has four of them, then just unify all of them and make it one belt? Because you can't fight somebody and be like, well, I'm only fighting him for these two. I'm not going to fight him for the other two he has. Like, what? So you mean to tell me if... It's like trading Pokemon cards at lunch when you're a kid. Yeah, like if Tyson Fury goes and beats Usyk or Joshua and they have all these titles and he gets all six of them, then is it just that one person, whoever beats Tyson, and then the guy who beats him, they're just going to have the six for the rest of their lives? Yeah, until somebody else comes up and beats them. Then why have that many? Just have one. Do it. it, it, it it's, it's so stupid, and it's who's watered the, down. Who's the head? Who's the, the boss? Boxing. There's 18 the of them. There's 18 of right. them. You have the WBO, the IBO, the WBC. Fire them all. The, no, uh, get them all on the podcast. IBF. Get them all on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Sit them down and tell them, look at me. I don't watch boxing, but I don't like how many titles they have. I want you to tell me, out of all of you guys here with all of your 20 different titles, which one's the most important? Yeah. Oh, and just watch them all fight each watch other. Them box. Yeah. Yeah. Box Whoever wins match. this fight. Yeah. I want a 20 man Royal Rumble right now. Whoever wins will use your title. The other one's going in the trash. Yeah. All right. I think we solved it. Yep. I think so too. Josh, uh, trivia. All right. So this is for both of y'all. Either of y'all can answer. Right. Who is the NFL's all time leading rusher? Uh. I'm going to go Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He played for your favorite team. The Cowboys? Yeah. Emmitt Smith. Yep. Wow. Emmitt Smith with 18,355 yards. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Emmitt Smith. Oh, yeah. Speaking of The Rock, which he's come up a couple times in this episode. Yeah, yeah somehow. Weird, oh. <laughs> Do you know he's a rapper now? Yeah, I did see that. He released a rap song with Tech 9 And I guess if you look at his, like, Rhymes in and of themselves, they're not bad. Yeah, he but didn't write them. 
But it's obviously it is so weird hearing that voice <laughs> rap. I mean, he it's it was you know people were like, oh, it's kind of weird to hear him singing Moana too. But like, he was he, great. Yeah, he killed yeah, it. Yeah, he was great in Moana. That's what I'm saying, Dude, right? That was a great song. It was. Oh, his whole that was a great. That was, that was cinema. Movie. That was yeah. cinema. That was great film. <laughs> what can I say? Then? You're welcome. Copyright. Copyright. Yeah, copyright. Copyright. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, messed up the lyrics. I, I know. I, I just know that you're welcome. I've never seen Moana, but I have heard that's a great movie. It my, actually is. Uh, my girlfriend's niece loves Moana and the soundtrack, so we've listened to it a thousand times, and I caught on to the song a bit. All right. All right. What I you got, one. Jack? See, I feel like this this will be... I hate is... how it says total football trivia, and there it's just NFL. Hey, we had a college football question the other day. What was it? I don't remember. Okay. I, saw, I didn't ask it, but I saw it. Okay. So, so why actually... would you say it like, hey, we had one the other day, if no one else saw it? Well... I mean, I there. had one. In it's there, in know. there, boy. I had a sandwich the other day. You wouldn't know because I didn't tell you. <laughs> so this this makes a lot more sense, right? Because this is two people that can probably answer this. This is actually this one's kind of funny. Setting a record, what did the 1938 Chicago Bears do 56 times in a season? Uh, just go to jail, sack the quarterback, interceptions, touchdowns, field Fumbles. goals. Oh, oh really? No. <laughs> it's the Bears. We should have given them less. I was credit. thinking of the time period, and I was like, there was a lot of people in jail at that time. That was a wild time in the country. That was 56 fumbles in the nineteen thirty eight season, and they still won on, went on to win the Super Bowl, huh? The Bears. The Bears. Ah, uh, Bears. <laughs> All right, I got one. Which school did Les Miles coach at before he came to LSU? So the job he had right before he came to LSU. I'm, I I didn't make a list of like a multiple choice question. I can make one on the spot. He was coaching at another school. He was a head coach at another school before he was hired at LSU. What conference? Big Twelve. That's the only hand I'll give you. I'm gonna say Nebraska. Wrong. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. You're correct. It was Oklahoma State. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, he also coached, before Oklahoma State, he coached somewhere up north. I know Saban coached at Michigan State before he jumped ship to uh, LSU. I'm not sure where uh, Miles coached before he was the coach at Oklahoma State. Um, all right. Minor league time. I'm hoping I can get y'all on this one. Oh, gonna. just so y'all know, Jackson has never missed a minor league team. All right. Jackson has never missed a minor league team. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to. And you better not lie to me. <laughs> if I get it, you have to be you have to be honest. All right. All right. This is for my ego. <laughs> you have the Eugene Sasquatches up in Eugene, Oregon, the Springfield Barbecuers out in Springfield, Missouri, or the Carolina Mudcats. In Carolina. It's definitely between the Mudcats and the Sasquatches. That's what he wants you to think. It's, it's not the barbecuers. the barbecuers. Huh? It's the barbecuers. Mudcats. Springfield barbecuers. You're going Springfield barbecuers. Yes, I am. You're going Mudcats. I am. Are you positive? Are y'all both positive? I am 100% I'm positive. positive. You're wrong. Oh, it's the Mudcats. Go home, Jackson. You never Jackson invited back again. Jackson goes. 
Down goes oh, no. Frazier. Oh, no. Jackson is nine and one. Down goes <laughs> Frazier. <laughs> yes, the Carolina Mudcats, they're a low-A affiliate of the Milwaukee Brewers. See, you had this trend where you get the wonkiest one, right? And you always make sure the wonkiest one is it. And then you pick the most generic one. And I just didn't know when you were going to switch it up on me, right? By the way, I don't know if y'all have been watching me glance over, like, constantly. So, there's a chair out there, yeah. right? From the angle I'm sitting at, it is your <laughs> reflection is sitting in that chair. Oh, me Come, too? Yeah. <laughs> and I keep thinking there's somebody, like a ghost, sitting in that chair. And it's Just an entity. <laughs> No, what, what freaks me out is when people walk by the room and they go into that room right there next to this door, and I think they're coming in here while we record, and I'm just going to be like, hey, just Spartan kick them out of the room. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it trips me out every single time somebody walks by and goes into that room because I think they're coming in here. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. That was a I great episode. That'll do it for that, was a, that, was, that was a very good episode. Uh, Jackson, we always love having you here in the studio and beating you in minor league. Um, I <laughs> um, not undefeated anymore, buddy. Mostly yep. happy. Call him Alabama. Yeah. Mostly happy to be here. Uh, any anything you boys would like to add? You know, to cap off this episode, Jackson. I don't know. I go. I think I'm gonna go watch Moana tonight. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like go out and vote. <laughs> I mean, in the ne- within the next uh, when's the next election? I don't know. Oh yeah, go vote for your senators. I we, we were. I know we were uh, dogging on them earlier, but go go vote for your senators. Look, we need to put, uh, as Peter Griffin said in Family Guy, Mighty Mouse in the White House. <laughs> Time to put the Mighty Mouse in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Josh. Any, uh, any? Thank you all for listening, and go follow the Twitter at Bleacher Creature with no vowels, and keep spreading the word. Help us build a community out here. Yep. All right, guys. Peace. Thanks so much.